Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. sounds and that is just one of the violins of hope and I was so moved by the story when I heard the music and and saw it I wanted to share it and the violins of hope are made up of violins rescued from the Holocaust and they've been refurbished by a father and son team in Israel the father himself being a Holocaust survivor and so they have taken the violins that they're able to recover and painstakingly restored them into these rare gems with their mission to make sure that these instruments are played around the world. They want the sounds to be heard, the weeping and very haunting stories told. And so right now, the Violins of Hope are touring right through Europe, the United States, and just finished a tour in Canada and a concert in Montreal over the weekend where they actually get violinists to play one of these haunting instruments. And so in the Montreal show, there were eight of these violins played. And I did not know this, but during the Holocaust, Nazi officers would actually force the prisoners to play uh, their violins as they watched their loved ones walk into the gas chambers. And it was a way to trick the prisoners into thinking, yeah, it's not so bad. And it was so much worse. Sarah Fogg is the head of communications with the Montreal Holocaust Museum and joins us now. And these violins of hope, uh, Sarah, you know, I was very touched by the stories behind these instruments because it's so much more than just a performance. These instruments essentially tell a story of a horrific time in history. Tell me, how did this come to be that this specific violin of hope movement Well, it's an amazing project that was started by a father and son team, Amnon and Avshalom Weinstein. It actually began in 1996, and it was this mission that they started to collect violins that had been played by Jewish musicians before and during the Holocaust. They not only collect them, but they restore them so they're able to play once more. How do they? How did they come upon the, these particular um, instruments? I mean, as I understand, and I was surprised to hear that that prisoners would actually play these violins as those who are going to the gas chambers. You know, that's what they heard when they went in. So you hear this. Um, how would they have gotten their hands on these particular instruments? Well, klezmer music particularly was very popular among Eastern European Jews. So these are the types of instruments that Jewish communities would have heard that they would have played before the Holocaust. And so during the Holocaust, as you mentioned, in some situations, in some concentration camps, notably notably in Auschwitz, uh, there were orchestras. There was a men's orchestra, there was a women's orchestra, um, and music was played. So after the Holocaust, some of these violins found their way to the Weinstein family through survivors, through their families, through descendants, and even sometimes through 
the families of other people who had been left mm-hmm. with the violence of their Jewish neighbors. Yeah, and when you take a look at them, and there's 70 that they've been able to to bring home and, and refurbish, I mean, each is different. Each tells a story. There are some violins that are very uh, plain and simple, and then there are those that have, uh, you know, embroidery of a particular, I guess, family, um, you know, heirlooms or, or Israeli, um, you know, signs in them, but they each tell a story. How is it that they went around the painstaking work of refurbishing all of them? Because as I understand, some of them were quite damaged. Yes, some of them definitely were quite damaged. Um, Amnon even tells a story about opening one and finding uh, remnants of of ashes because it had been played so closely to the crematoria. But um, again, this project started in the 90s, so this has been going on for for a while, and it's still work that they're doing today. It now takes place in Israel and in Turkey. That's where the father and son live. I was surprised that uh, prisoners of these camps were allowed to keep uh, instruments. Was it that they became uh, performers ordered to perform for the Nazis? I mean, how is it that they were allowed to keep something like a violin? They were actually in Auschwitz. They were forced to play. So music was heard from this orchestra. Uh, it took place during the roll calls, which sometimes went on for hours and was a form of torture and dehumanization of, of prisoners. Sometimes the music was played at the selection process when new prisoners would arrive, uh, sometimes for entertainment of the Nazi officers. But it was really something that was forced upon upon the prisoners. Um, and it did, in many cases, you hear testimony mm-hmm. about survivors saying it was a source of, of hope and, and revival for them to be able to to play music at this time. Oh, it's so haunting just to hear about this because you don't really think, uh, you know, as you see the images of these people being marched to their death, that again, on top of that, they would have had to walk to a, to a violinist uh, playing who likely either didn't know that they were next or what they were playing for. Um, you know, when these instruments then tour and you get these orchestra members playing them as they did in Montreal, what has it been like for them knowing that they're playing an instrument that was owned by a Jew that was likely killed or someone in their family was killed? It was very moving for some of these violinists to finally hold these instruments that have such an incredible history behind them. And at the same time, there's so many similarities between their love of, of music, you know, these these musicians from the the Metropolitan Orchestra here in Montreal being linked to these other, some of them survivors, some of them victims who also love music. And it was amazing to have the violins. They came to the Montreal Holocaust Museum as well. And it was very, it was very powerful for us to see them. We also had the opportunity to introduce a survivor to the violins and it brought back a lot of memories for him as well. Yeah. What's their reaction? I mean, when they see a violin played, maybe not their violin, but maybe someone uh, that they, there's a connection to, what is it like? for the survivors to to hear the sounds? I can really only speak for what I saw with one of our survivors here in Montreal, Fischl Goldig. It brought back memories he said he had completely forgotten. He was remembering a musician who lived above his family in the ghetto and how they had been banned from playing musical instruments, but every now and then he would hear this music coming from upstairs and the the hope and resilience it inspired in him. He just recalled all of these amazing memories he had totally forgotten about before. Wow. And what's the future for the Violins of Hope? Do they hope to collect more? Are they going to continue to tour? I mean, where does this message go? 
the message has been all over Europe, all over the States. This was the first uh, Canadian premiere, so we had it in Montreal um, on Saturday. But they're they're off and they're they're traveling now. They just went to Fort Wayne, um, and so it's a project that is definitely going to live on. And they are still actively collecting violins. Wow, it's fantastic, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you telling us uh, the background of this uh, particular program and um, and just how important it is. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. That is uh, Sarah Fogg with the Montreal Holocaust Museum and uh, Violins of Hope.